Remember me, Barry? When I killed your brother, I talked just like this. Time on the Retro Rewind Podcast. Reflux Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we take a fresh look at movies and video games from 15 or more years ago. You can find this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 113, that's 113, where there are links to contact us and vote on the movies we cover. Yeah, you actually get to participate and vote on what you want us to cover. Uh, this is a special episode, however, where uh, it's just kind of like a bonus extra episode. You didn't vote on this, but hey, hopefully you enjoy it anyway. Uh, I also want to say there's... a a link to support us on Patreon and be one of our the awesome people that support us financially. Uh, among those awesome people are Brian Keating, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauer, Chris Cowan, Patrick Hicks, Michael Kelso, Diego Avila, the Feel and Film Podcast, and the Secret Patron as well. Thank you all so much for supporting the show, helping keeping us flying through the space time movie continuum. My name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and tend to dodge or dash DC dramas. Oh. And I predicted that the Flash 1990s classic version, depending on where you're getting this, it's called different things, uh, would be a tragic uh, TV show pilot. Ooh. Ooh. And I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host and first mate, Paul, the Master Interrupter Powers. Hi, Paul. Hello. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good. Awesome. My trivial question for you, Paul, is actually going to be the same trivial question for our guest, who I'll introduce in in a moment. So uh, be listening, Josh. Oh, gave it away. Oh, (laughs) gave it away. Um, So, Paul, although Iris West, played by Paula Marshall, was intended to be a regular character on the series, she was written out after the pilot. Yes. Paul, when you think about the superhero TV shows you have watched over the years, what character stands out as uh, what character from a show stands out as one that you would have written out if given this chance? I would have that. Like, I feel they stayed too long. They stayed too long, or you just didn't like them. You thought they didn't need to be in the show to begin with. Whatever. So it could be like Lois and Clark, it could be Smallville, you know what? Flash, any any show you've seen that's superhero. Right. Themed. I would have taken, for those uh, fans of the Superman comics and Smallville, I would have taken Pete Ross's character. Mm-hmm. He, in the Smallville show, he was split into two. It was Pete Ross, the guy who was uh, Clark's friend. Mm-hmm. And there was the football jockey. In the comics, the football jockey is Pete Ross. Oh, really? I would have kept them one in the same character. Oh, okay. Made the love triangle a little more interesting there. (laughs) Whitney. Wasn't his name Whitney? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'd have written Whitney out, but kept the, you know what I mean? Pete Ross. Yeah. As not a friend. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Or no, they actually they became friends in the comics. Oh, okay, okay. So that's what made the love triangle a little more interesting. Oh, okay. Huh, yeah. that would have been interesting. Yeah. Um, well, very cool. 
And we are joined this time once again, our return. He's the host of the Victims and Villains podcast. Uh, he speaks nerd, he speaks hope, and uh, nothing else. We'd like to welcome the show, Josh Berkey. Hi, Josh. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I was so it's glad. It's me to, again. It's me. <laughs> yes, it is. I was so glad to have you back, Josh. Uh, so glad to be back. Uh, since this is only your second time on the show, will you please remind us uh, what your favorite movie genre is? Uh, it really depends on my mood. Oh, okay. Uh, we, me and Paul were just talking about this between uh, the the tape, like the transition from our show to your show. Uh, oh, okay. We were just talking about this. So it just it really depends on like what I'm into. I Anything from documentaries to action to superhero to comedies. All yeah. the above. Nice. All the above. And what do you do for a living, Josh? Well, I am an advocator for uh, hope and those that are uh, struggling with suicide. Uh, right now, it's only a part-time gig, but we are in the process of doing it full-time. Uh, got some things in the works. Awesome. Uh, God willing, and God's hand is really blessing this vision that we have for suicide prevention and ministry and Comic-Cons, and it's just an exciting time to uh, just be a part of vision in, in general. So so awesome. Very cool. Um, exciting. Indeed. Uh, and before I ask you the same trivial question, Josh, I do want to say that we, uh, this is a, another crossover episode. We've been doing a few of those uh, recently and on our comic book character, which is also uh, fun. And but I want to say that you go check us out on uh, the Victims and Villains podcast. Josh, do you happen to know what episode number that would be? Yeah. So you guys will be dropping. Uh, they are featured on episode four. I think your note said 48, but is it? Yeah, it's 48. My, um, my bad. My bad. Well, look for The Flash on the Victims and Villains podcast. And if you can't find it, just listen to all their episodes. We'll there eventually be on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, very cool. And so, Josh, trivial question to you. Same thing. Iris West was written out of the pilot. Uh, what character from a superhero TV show would you like to have seen written out? So I am very excited that this is the question that I get to be asked. Oh, cool. Um, because I've voiced my opinion on this topic many a times on oh. my show. Um, that is a very easy one, and that is Malcolm Merlin, Arrow. Mm. He was great in his prime for Arrow Season 1 and a little bit of Season 2. And... He just needs to be written off. <laughs> now, I haven't seen Arrow. Uh, who is he in Arrow? Is he a villain or a... a, a he was a, the main... Accomplice to Arrow? He was the main villain for the first one. And then okay. he was revealed to be... He was revealed to die at the end of the first season. Mm -hmm. And they wrote him back in as the father of one of the lead characters, Plot Twist. And he has since then has grown to Ra's al Ghul status. And, oh, wow. Um, yeah. Now he's part of like the Legion of Doom and it, they just, they just need to like stop him. <laughs> he won't just be die. He's just going too far at this point And it's, it's, it's annoying. You just, yeah, you just take, you just take a good thing and you just spoil him. And the guy who uh, plays him uh, was on Doctor Who um, during the t David Tennant? years, 
Yeah, oh. during the David Tennant years. Oh, okay. He wasn't the doctor though. No, no. He was um he Rory? was the guy that went on to do Torchwood. I don't know that. I mean, I know of Torchwood, but I that wouldn't help me. But okay. He played Jack Harness Harkness. Oh, okay. On Doctor Who, but yeah, he he was great in the first season, and he was okay in the second season. And then John yeah. Barrowman. Yeah, All John right. Barrowman. He's a fantastic like, opera singer. So if you've ever heard, never heard of him, oh cool. Go, Does he go sing baritone, Mister Barrowman? I don't know about that, but he yeah. probably doesn't sing predictions. And I forgot to ask you guys predictions. So, uh, Paul, what did you predict about Flash, the pilot, 1990? I predicted a better segue with the uh, nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> Bite me, Paul. How about you, Josh? Uh, nostalgic as well. Okay, so one tragic and two nostalgic. So let's see how these reigns hold up at the end of the roundtable. But, Paul, will you please enter our course so we could get to that roundtable? All right, Alice, I like the flash, so let's have a unanimous classic vote a rating as we uh, d- discuss the flash, uh, what we like and what we didn't like, including what we liked most and didn't like most, and then we'll come back for our final rating and some feedback and announcements. All right, sounds good. Uh, Alice, whenever you have those coordinates, uh, punch them up for us, please. Punch, punch. Alert! Alert! Approaching target. Spoilers are coming. Establishing analysis vector. Hey Murph, we saw it! You want to be there. Who are you? I need to come. The Flash. Catch the very first episode Thursday. I don't know if we caught the very first episode when it originally aired. I Um, did. Okay, that's amazing that you could catch the Flash. You think you couldn't catch him because he's so fast. No, but, I'm faster. Okay. Are, are our memories as fast as the Flash? Well, I, will, I guess we'll see if they even hold up to what the Flash was. But here they are. Older guy has a birthday and dies by a biker gang carrying balls of explosives, kind of like those found later in The Rock. Uh, step down from uh, Schumer's neon motorist. Meanwhile, an overly good-looking criminal forensic scientist, Barry Allen, is struck by lightning by a lightning thunderbolt, giving him a chemical bath in his lab that makes him run fast, and he doesn't die. Dr. Tina McGee helps him, even gain him a red muscle suit because his regular clothes don't survive the air friction. Vengeance is the flash is the flashes as he fights and takes out the motorcycle gang, beating his first villain of the week. Um I think that's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm actually kind of surprised by all of that. Uh, yeah. I, okay, I guess we're going to go with it. <laughs> no inception necessary, as odd as that is for this one. Um, but okay. Uh, so, Paul, will you please give us the technical specs for this the pilot episode of the 1990s, The Flash? All right. Uh, the Flash is a f- TV series first aired on CBS on September 20th, 1990. It was uh, one season long and totaling 22 episodes, but we're only covering the first um, pilot episode, which ran 93 minutes. And stars uh, John Wesley Shipp, Amanda Pace, Alex Dizit. I don't know, there's a little 
over the S, so I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, Paula Marshall. Uh, theme song for this uh, for this series was composed by Danny Elfman, but it wasn't oh, used in the pilot. So, <laughs> really, it sounded like his. Well, his his music. His music was then taken over. His theme song was then taken by a composer, Shirley Walker, and played like she did the the soundtrack to the episodes. Okay. So the that theme was used as background in the you know different scenes, but mm-hmm. uh, his was the first uh, is what you see on the in the front of all the other episodes. Gotcha. And I'm not unfortunately I I'm not going to get all of these, but uh, Danny Elfman did compose the music for several of the movies we have covered, including he composed the music for. Uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Pee-wee's Big Adventure, which is uh, retrorewindpodcast.com slash 60. Also, uh, the 1989 Batman, which is slash 57. And probably some others that I'm missing. <laughs> uh, but cool, Paul. How did this movie do at the box office, though? The budget of this TV show is uh, unfortunately unknown, and it made zero money <laughs> at the box office. <laughs> What? It was not shown in theaters. What? Well, I guess if you showed it at your <laughs> theater. Write us in. Let us know how much money you made. Any idea how, um, how it did ratings wise? <clears throat> That's a good question. I guess. I mean, I they sh- they might show it in theaters with the Flash coming to the big screen here in a couple years. Yeah, maybe I wouldn't doubt some like features, indie maybe indie theaters showing it or some. Some like uh, boutique theaters doing something well, like that. The fact that it was only one season kind of hints. <laughs> okay, um, it's that. rated seven point three on IMDb and and has sixty six percent on uh, Rotten Tomatoes. tomatoes. Uh, no, it says uh, movies pretty famous. I thought it was Rotten Tomatoes. Never mind. And eight out of ten at TV dot com. I don't know. I can't see Rotten Tomatoes on here. Well, oh, there we go. Sorry. Rotten Tomatoes says 57%. I'm just going to cover all our bases with both of these. Because so, we'll never know. Yeah. Um, it was a good I, try. Honestly, <laughs> been a budget issue, too, because Supergirl had really good ratings its first season, and they just couldn't keep up with it because I think it was like $3 million an episode. So it's very well possible that it got canceled actually because of its budget. Oh, that's a good point. And you know what? We'll talk about maybe maybe the effects of this movie cost or movie this TV show cost a lot and making the budget balloon up. And but who knows? Who's to say if those effects held up? Well, I guess we'll talk about those types of things in our roundtable discussion of this TV show pilot. Uh, so as we like to do, let's start with our guest, uh, Josh. What's something you liked about? The Flash, 1990s classic TV pilot version. Uh, probably my, uh, pro- I'll start off with this. Uh, not really comic continuity, but this was a 90s property, and I really enjoy a lot of 90s properties growing oh, okay. up in the 90s. Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, watching this, I definitely enjoyed the Julio character probably yeah. the most mm. out of all the characters. That was the um, his lab assistant, right? That's yes. Yeah. Okay. 
yeah, I just thought he was like great comic relief and mm-hmm. just his overall sense of style and like the way that he would talk and carry himself was very much of the nineties culture. And I just, nice. I loved that. Very Casual. cool. He seemed like it would be fun to hang around with. Mm-hmm. Yes. Hands down. Um, a, a, a different relationship that between uh, Barry and someone else that I liked was one that was only unfortunately short lived to the pilot as far as I know, but the one between him and his brother, Jay, I, I thought that was really great. I, I, they felt like they were actual brothers and um, the very disparate in age, it seemed. Though, yeah. But, uh, but I like just their, their sort of brotherhood camaraderie and uh, how Jay was looking out for him and sticking up to their dad on, on his behalf. And I, I just, I like that. I, I felt very, they felt familial. So that was nice. Yeah. Um, were there any relationships in the show that you liked, Paul? No. Okay. No, well, I'm joking. <laughs> I, I, no, I thought um, they all seemed, they were all different. There were a lot of relationships, him and the father, him mm-hmm. and, the, and Dr. McGee, him and the dog, him and the girlfriend. I mean, for, for a pilot, there was a lot going on, and I think each one was given um, its own... Uh, time, individual flair, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and I think it, none of it felt rushed, yeah. or at least their relationships, uh, the mm-hmm. way it covered. So I thought it did a good job of nice. that. Very cool. Uh, what? What's another thing you like, though, Paul? Oh, uh, I don't know if this counts, but I love the theme song of this show, even though it's not played in like the the intro to this episode is played in the other episodes okay see i didn't i didn't listen i didn't watch any of the other episodes right so right. I, and I then no we idea. weren't supposed to but okay. it's something that i like about this show that is, right. and that theme is played you know in bits throughout the the score and i i thought it was a good theme okay i it's not, it's been on my playlist for years so i right. i enjoy it cool uh josh what's something else you, you liked about this show or this pilot of the show. So one of the one of my favorite scenes in this, and I've I've joked around with you guys about it on social media. And uh, there's a there's a scene with uh, where Barry's going after uh, kind of going after the Dark Riders for the first time, mm-hmm. and he uh, he runs out of the suit, and then he like steals some laundry and he the cops are going to chase they're like oh hey barry what are you doing and he's like oh chase my dog and Mm -hmm. they they bring him back to his apartment and um barry one of the cops looks down at barry's shoes and says turns to the other cop says would you look at that red those red boots and he just kind of goes like he's like well he's like you know those uh those uh forensic guys those are guys are really crazy he's like i mean and he got hit by lightning like what would you do if you got (laughs) struck by lightning i don't know i'd probably get red boots i just i thought that was so funny yeah that was pretty good yeah some of the 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 it was interesting some of the dialogue in this in this movie i keep calling i'm gonna unfortunately listeners i'm gonna call this a movie just because i'm so used to that well it's an hour and a half long yeah Yeah. i guess that's like it was like 40 hour 40 so yeah uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, some of the dialogue in this in this show, I was pretty good. It wasn't necessarily. I'm just commenting. It wasn't one of my likes, but I thought it was it was 
interesting and fun and Can um, I, definitely I 90s. Can you back off of one thing that you had said earlier? Sure, yeah, absolutely. So the uh, the relationship between you had said Jay and Barry, mm-hmm. that you had liked that, the there's a scene in the beginning that I that was like really heartwarming that mm-hmm. really caught my attention oh, where yeah. uh, he kind of gives him the medal. Oh, yeah, And he's yeah. like, what else do you have of mine? He's like, wait till <laughs> Christmas. Yeah. Which, oh, but then you don't get to find out. Yeah. Because he died. Spoiler. <laughs> what? What? Oh, my goodness. Um, cool. Uh, let's see. Something else I liked. Well, and this is this is a tough one. Maybe you guys can help me uh, parse this out. You can do it. I, <laughs> I can't tell if I really like Barry or if he's really annoying. <laughs> both. both. He's complicated. Both. All right. Okay. He has some depth. I suppose that's that's a yeah, that's a good thing. But yeah, I'm not I'm not sure what it was about him. If it was his his sort of his, his charisma or I was just about to say he has charisma. Okay, yeah, and yeah, maybe yeah. that's the part I like. Yeah. But the way something about maybe hit maybe his dialogue or his cheesy factor. I maybe I just didn't wait till you hear jive. my tragic maker. I think okay. I can help explain it. A All bit. right. Good. 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 Um, let's see. Let's. But, Paul, what's something else you liked about this uh, show? Um, running fast would have complications in the real world. So I love yeah. the I love the gag where he's trying to clean up his apartment real quick before his girlfriend comes oh, in. Oh, yeah. And then he's moving around so fast cleaning that everything swirls around him and it just makes everything a mess again. A bigger mess, yeah. Yeah. That so is pretty I, good, yeah. I, I loved that gag. Mm-hmm. Um, did, you, did you like that one better or the one where he ended up running 30 miles after he was trying to catch the uh, the bus? Uh, the bus, yeah. I thought, uh, um, actually, I liked the, the cleaning gag better, but I thought the effect of him running into the water was really well done. Yeah, that yeah. was actually. I, I, was, I was quite impressed with. Um, well, and I'll go ahead and say my other thing that I liked was the speed effects. I, I'm gonna say they're not terrible. They're certainly yeah. not anything like today's standards, but yeah. especially thinking back then, yeah. I thought I would say they're even better than some of the things in Smallville. How they did speed in Smallville, yeah. I mean, only only marginally, More, but yeah. but still, I mean, for being coming out ten years prior, ten yeah. years plus prior, I, I thought they were they were done admirably well. I agree. They weren't that bad. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> I black sheep right here. Totally disagree. Okay. Are you Not, comparing it to the CW effects? Is that why you disagree? I uh, no. Like it just it looked dated to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it does look dated. I yeah, I'm not going to disagree with you there. I I feel like if they wouldn't, I felt like if they would have. Uh, just kind of looked at like the first person, like his point of view of how the speed was, versus like him actually running. It wouldn't look dated. Mm, like just it was. Process. Yeah, I could see that because when you're looking at him, he looks really blurry, like as it's going by. Yeah, kind of like yeah. shaky cam blurry. And to nuance nuance this out a little bit, when you see, essentially, if you're looking, if you were to look at a street and he's running on the street and you just see this blur pass by that's those parts and also uh like yeah his uh pov um seeing what he's seen i thought those worked really well but when you actually are like looking at him running towards you that and he's 
doing this like weird, almost slow mode run in place thing. That looks pretty awful. Um, yeah. So, so I guess it, it depends. I, the, yeah, I just said what I liked and didn't like there. So yes. Um, Josh, how about you give us uh, one more thing you like before we get to our classic makers? Uh, yeah. Um, all right. So I, I thought that the, uh, the scenes with kind of like when Barry had gotten struck by lightning, I really thought that uh, when you would see him eat, I just thought that was really funny and was really oh. realistic too. Like yeah. when him and Tina went to the pizza place and you saw like, uh, five pizzas like yeah, stacked on each other. Mm-hmm. Like when he was eating with Earl, and there was like this like stack of TV dinners. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought that was hilarious. I was like, "This is how it would be if someone got struck by lightning. You're burning up so much energy." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But how so, can you? How can you afford all that food? It's ridiculous. He's a scientist. I doubt he makes that much. It's a government he's job. A, he's a cop too. So yeah, like there's probably uh, not that much. He's double dipping. He gets paid as a cop and a scientist. I don't think so. And but okay. he's on the no. Justice League payroll. You I'm not out. at this point. <laughs> oh my. Okay. Uh, though Is that I, why though, superheroes have two identities? <laughs> <laughs> double the income. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay. Maybe guys. I should do that. <laughs> Let's get to our our classic makers. The things we liked most about. This uh, pilot episode of the '90s Flash. Uh, let's start with. Uh, let's start with Paul. It's good. I'm going to piggyback or springboard or however you want to call it lately. Mm-hmm. Um, off of what you said about charisma, mm-hmm. uh, Francisco. Yeah. I thought um, the main actor, um, Jonathan Wesley, John Wesley Ship. Yes. I th- I agree. He has he's very likable to me. I think the whole cast is. I think that mm, Doctor mm-hmm. Tina McGee is except the- Iris. I don't. I mean, there's a reason she was written out. <laughs> yeah, but she played her. I'll tell you. Well, I'll tell you who I didn't like was the the girl on the other side. Oh, of the villain. right. Oh my oh. gosh. Uh... Every time I see her, I just want oh, get rid of her. She okay. appeared well, like on. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Well. So- I, I I forgot to include her on my dislike, so I'm putting it now. Because <laughs> okay. I saw her we'll on an episode that. of uh, uh, Star Trek Next Generation, the actress, and poor girl's trying to work. But I was just like, oh, no, it's her. Get rid of her. <laughs> turn it off. Turn it off. Yeah. Uh, but oh, the main cast, I thought, was just, uh, it was fun to watch. It was like, oh, yes. this would, this looks like a fun hangout time with these characters. I, I have one uh, quibble with that but i'll i'll save it here oh thank um, you don't do it like me yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so but the overall cast is your classic yes. maker. okay nice you know what i will say if you didn't like dr tina mcgee i didn't the first time mm-hmm. but it, oh. after watching several episodes uh, not this time but before mm-hmm. i warmed up to her as the actress and the character so revisiting this uh-huh. it was fun to see uh, a quote-unquote an old friend again what you so, suppose you didn't like about her because i i liked her i, I think she was fine I don't know. Same. I, um, maybe it's because I thought it's like, why is she being so stubborn? If she do, if he doesn't want to see her, then why why is she stalking him or something? I don't know. I don't know. But she like cares. I said, yeah. I like I said, I like I liked it this time around. So I can't really remember why not before. Okay. Um. Well, cool. Uh. Let's see, Josh. What is your classic maker? So or? before I get into my classic maker, I want to ask Paul. Yo. Since you were just starting to get into the 
the CW Flash. Have you mm. enjoyed seeing? Uh, yeah, because he's Jonathan Wesley ship as oh, it's Harry. great, and even and even Tina, Tina McGee reprising yeah. her role. Yes, oh really? Oh, yes. that's cool. She reprises her role. Like everyone else plays different roles, but she plays the same role. It was like except it's it, around. She's not in Star Lab. She's in Mercury Labs. Right. Only difference. And she's. It's kind of sad because she's so much older. It's like, oh, she's older. <laughs> what? She's but more people distinguished get older. Now. Yeah. But it, it's it's great to see that as a fanboy. It just excites me to see that kind of stuff. And that's, well, go ahead, Josh. I was going to say that's one thing that that whole entire universe does really well is pay homage to the legacy because. Mm. Uh, Supergirl is now starting to do it this season with, and it has the first season doing it with like the Lois and Clark and mm-hmm. the Supergirl Helen Slater run. So, yeah, it's very cool. nice. Um, I do want to say, I, since we're sure in this area, I I recently I watched on YouTube an interview John Wesley ship is that was that yeah. his name? Uh, an interview he did just about how um, I think the interview was taking place after season one and before season two of the current flash on the CW. Um, and, and yeah, he's like, he seems like a really affable guy. And uh, I'm like, Oh, I, I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you're still working dude. Cause uh, seem, yeah, that was just nice. thinking that it's like, <laughs> this guy deserves more work. Come yeah. on. <laughs> um, so awesome. Uh, the thing I liked most uh, was another of the gags they did, which I thought was just so we were, we were talking we were talking before about how some of the speed effects were were fine, some were really not very lackluster. And this gag, I think you don't see any speed, but it's so well played off. You know exactly it makes you think he's way fast. And this is the scene where. Uh, you he like takes a biker uh, toward the middle of the show or maybe the the last third where he takes some bikers off their bikes and this biker's down on the ground and a wrench gets thrown in front of him and he starts looking up in the camera pans and you see his bike just all disassembled. Oh yeah, <laughs> and I just yeah. I thought that is the perfect way to show how fast he was. Is that this guy? He doesn't even realize that his bike's being disassembled in front of him as he just slowly looks up um, to see it all all apart. So I I really I don't know why that just struck me as so well done, but it did. So hmm. that is my classic maker. So do I go for mine now? I thought you just did yours. No. No, I asked Paul a question. Or asked, yeah, ah, I asked Paul a question. Yeah. Why'd you do that? Don't ask questions. Threw <laughs> Francisco off. That's how fast he is. <laughs> um, so I got to go with mine. Is I Mine is the same thing that mine was on our show when we did the uh, graphic novel. Oh, yeah, yeah. I liked the, the subtle backstory and kind of ultimately what uh pike was as a villain in the dark riders mm. i felt for flash's first outing i felt like it was kind of fitting not only for that time period of the 90s but i felt like also it's like not quite your traditional professor zoom or uh reverse flash but you're giving them a kind of a alternative version to it so i thought that was a interesting grounded fun way of kind of being stuck in that time period and also doing that villain mm-hmm. 
That's a very interesting classic maker. And when you say interesting, I don't believe you. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a villains guy, so. (laughs) Well, before we get to the the villainous aspects of this show, um, we like to go out to social media and say, hey, uh, this is what we're going to be covering on the next Retro Rewind podcast. Uh, What do you remember about whatever it is we're going to be covering. And uh, I didn't do my due diligence in doing this, but Paul did. And he posted uh, his awesome uh, DVD. Is that a Blu-ray or DVD, Paul? It's a DVD. DVD of the, I assume, the complete series of The Flash. Um, And uh, here's what some of you had to say about your memories. Uh, Dirty Steve said, 40 biker gangs terrorizing the city. Yeah, because biker gangs have that much power. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then, thank you, Dirty Steve. Uh, Shimmer1432 says, I love this show on the CW. Grant Gustin plays Flash really well. You should watch it. Mm-hmm. Th- thank you, Shimmer. That's not apropos to this discussion, but great. Oh, I guess it is in a way. Yeah, it's still it a flash. Okay. Hey, if you like this, you should check this All out. Right, go for, all right. I, I apologize, Shimmer. Uh, then Harp of Birmingham who's Sharon Powers, says, oh, I remember spoiler. Okay. <laughs> I remember that at Stan Sip 7, and I really enjoyed what we saw of season one when we watched it a year or two ago, and we need to watch the rest of it, winky smiley face. And, of course, we basically feel that the current Flash is the bee's knees. Awesome. Thank you, Sharon, slash Harper Birmingham. And then uh, Skill Set Mag, Gave us a thumbs up emoticon. So thank you, Skillset Mag. All right. Thank you so much for your feedback. And now let's get to the things that we want to give a thumbs down to. Uh, let's start with uh, Paul. What's something you didn't like about this 90s iteration of The Flash? Unfortunately, one of the things I didn't like were the special effects of after Barry got struck by lightning and he's laying on the floor and these uh, electric vo- volts or currents are supposed to be going through his body mm-hmm. and it and it you could tell it's animation on top of it, but yeah. it's like bad animation yeah. on top of it. And it's not Microsoft Paint, but it's <laughs> not it's not good either. So yeah. it's very distracting even for that time period. I remember going all right, I know this isn't a movie, but come on. Yeah. Let's put a little more Agreed. budget on it. Agreed. All right. Um, were the agree. effects one of the things you didn't like, Josh? Oh, I yeah. I guess you start, you, I mean, you, more than just the speed effects, but the effects in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm a practical effects guy. Like, if mm-hmm. you can if you can make Get CG struck look by good. lightning, for real. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> If you can make practical effects or like CG effects look as good as practical effects or better, mm-hmm. I think that that's that's just my personal preference. But yeah, this the special effects in this war were really bad. Yeah, I thought the lightning striking him wasn't bad. It wasn't like fantastic, but it wasn't bad. But the after effects of it were. Mm-hmm. Um, what's something else you don't like, Josh? All right, so something else that I. I I really didn't like is kind of the lack of a comic book continuity with this. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that's every comic book show or movie, though. Hear me out. Hear me out on this one. Okay. I, okay. So this this is like this is like a layered complaint. Okay. Um. So like it opening up, opens up. Okay. 
Central City would never be dark and moody and raining like that. I like mean, Batman? yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, am I watching The Flash or is this Tim Burton's Batman? <laughs> like, that's what I felt like the entire yeah. time. And like, the music didn't really help that factor. Mm-hmm. Definitely mm-hmm. not. And, um, but I just, I don't know. Like, we were, one thing that we talked about when we had you guys on our show for this first part of the crossover was the uh how the comics talked about the comic uh aurora or yeah aura yeah aura how mm-hmm. like it like the chemicals that got induced into him like how they um protected him when he was protected running. him yeah yeah and that beach scene his what well, clothes were just completely shredded to, to bits mm-hmm. so i mean like I don't know. I I just Linda Park, who was Wally West's girlfriend in this in the comic books, she makes a like a brief appearance and it's supposed to be like a shout out. But I don't know. Like I just there was a lot about me as like a comic fan that was like, I know they're trying so hard, <laughs> but they're also failing so hard. Oh, uh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, nothing like that really stood out to me. Of course I'm not I reading the the trade paperback for victims and villains was my first experience reading flash comic books uh so i would not be the one to go to that however i would be the one to go to if you want someone to quibble and be upset with barry and jay's dad oh my gosh with your stupid good old boy crap stop it stop it now just get off my tv i don't want to hear you're like Oh, just uh, get your guns and go take care of them. Oh, this scientist can't do anything. No, let Jay handle that. Come That's on, my Francisco. Let the good guys handle it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so he really bothered me. I think that's that says more about me than You know, him, my but... mom and uh, your mom and I, we need you oh, around. Gosh. So don't go oh, do gosh. anything. No, I, I'd agree with that because there's almost kind of like a double standard to that. Oh sure, like that mm-hmm. parent, the mm-hmm. way that you parent, because you allow yeah. one child to go out and risk their life, but when you only have one son left, oh no, you can't go out. Like yeah. saving Private know. Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he just, I, I, yeah, I totally agree. Like he was kind of a, a terrible, terrible person, and like terribly written, and yet again, something else that was out of the comic book continuity. Like, oh okay. Uh, yeah, but the actor didn't do a bad job. Just the character was written poorly. You're not. Wrong. I suppose. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let's go back to you, Paul. What's something else you didn't like? I don't know what it is, but I don't. Oh, there's a big craze going around with superheroes losing their clothes and then go stealing it from other people. The good guys are supposed to show a good example and be, you know, the moral integrity and not steal. Yet Man of Steel does it. Uh, the Flash here does it. Goes around stealing people's clothes. And I'm tired of it, but uh, what? who am I? You know, so they're just going to keep stealing people's clothes. Even though they worked hard, they saved up. They barely got that. They they got it all washed. It's hanging out to dry, and then the quote unquote good guy steal it. Oh. <laughs> what? Well, what? You want him to walk around naked, Paul? What? They have shorts. Whatever. Whenever they're yeah. stealing, they I, still have. 
I agree They're not with like you. the Terminator coming in with no clothes. Good, <laughs> good points. Yes. Good I'll points. I'll be Bach. <laughs> Austin Lista, baby. Um, okay. Yes, I said that poorly. Uh, okay. Uh, let's see. Let's go back to uh, Josh. Okay. So towards the end like once he's kind of like uh really kind of like walking in his powers and kind of like walking in the suits and he would just have those random blackouts yes i felt like they they just they got annoying to me because after like the second one i felt like i was watching uh paul blart (laughs) (laughs) i've never seen the mall cop so is that what he does that in in yeah, well, Paul Blart has hyperglycemia, so if he doesn't yeah. have enough sugar in him, he sure. just blacks out. Okay. And I felt like the Flash, I feel like he would be more prepared from the versions that I've read and that I've seen of him. Mm-hmm. And so I just, it, it kind of took me out every time he would like black but out like the worst This is moment. intro, so he's he's learning this. He hasn't learned that yet. The problem I had is that he would quickly recover. And as someone who's hypoglycemic myself, you don't recover just like, oh, it's gone. No, you need to eat food to replenish your, your blood sugar supply. And the, what right. they did poorly in this is that he would automatically recover and go, oh, I feel better. Well, wasn't that him sort of being getting adjusted to his powers? I thought mm-hmm. that's how I sort of read it was he was slowly acclimated to being able to do more and do more and do more and without fewer with fewer repercussions. I took it that he needed to replenish. He was burning yeah. um it so Yeah, because that, that Yeah, go for it. And that's that's something that uh, that they explore kind of in the Wally West comics is that if he wasn't eating enough, he mm-hmm. would, he would black out. Mm. And so I think that's that's something because this TV show and those those comics kind of came out at the same time mm-hmm. that they were trying to kind of bring that comic lore into that this pilot episode. I could be wrong. But I mean, that's just that's my thought. What they're like? Oh well, he's just got to eat. So that's kind of what I thought when I saw it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, completely askew of from that though. As something else I didn't like was, I mean, I appreciate Danny Elfman's score though. Now I'm hearing that he it wasn't really in this as much as I I thought it was. It sure sounded like it. Yeah. It, overall, well, overall, it just seemed too big for this show. At least this no. pilot episode. It just seemed no. like it, it was trying to be Batman and trying to be something huge. And this, it didn't feel like it fits the the atmosphere and the, I guess, setting of this show. So, What would it take um, for this episode? Let's say if they wanted to keep the score, what would you change about the TV show to make it fill that score? Hmm, that's a good question. Better I've, villains. What? Well, and I almost feel like it should have, um, the scope of the show should have been a little more broad. Almost like, actually, you know what? I think a more powerful villain or, and actually, well, that's something I'll get to in my Tragic Maker. Um, but maybe a more powerful villain or if he had to go somewhere like, Maybe he goes to Gotham to figure something out. Maybe maybe Star Labs is in Gotham. I don't know. Uh, I feel like doesn't Lucius Fox run Star Labs? That's something else I was confused about. That I I thought Star Labs maybe Star Labs is a 
is uh this is a branch of Star Labs or something. But Star Labs is unfortunately overused by the DC universe whenever they want to talk about something advanced and scientific, oh. and it crosses over a lot. Now that doesn't mean that it can't do that. It's but a that's franchise where, opportunity, right? Make it's money. where people Open get confused. Star Labs. It's kind of like NASA or even even more advanced technology or way more. So it's like, oh, many people can. So it's one of those plot devices that people use over and over again for the DCU. Okay. Well, then if that's the case, maybe you say there's only Star Labs. The closest one is in Gotham. And so almost like he has to go on a bigger journey to figure out his powers, I guess. Uh, I think something like that, I don't know, would have made it. It just feels too small. Yeah. It feels like too self-contained. For uh, a score a that's as large and like, I am here, I am the score. Interesting. <laughs> what he said. <laughs> Maybe you say little... interesting, but I don't think you mean interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a little Bruce Banner of uh, the Sad Hulk music playing. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe a little Hans Zimmer. Maybe that would have made it. Bro. No. <laughs> Okay, let's go back to Josh. What's one more thing you didn't like? The last scene. The scene, the dynamic between Barry and his nephew, Sean. Mm -hmm. And, like, I just, I felt like it was super awkward. Mm. Just him talking about his dad and, like, his, like, I felt like Sean was just, like, I'm so sad. And his dad was, like, Barry was just, like, telling the story of of Jay. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, like... This is this is a kind of awkward, and then that very last line, uh, "Be there in a flash." The line delivery on that was just—it was awful. Mm. It was so forced, and it was so bad. I, I've only ever had one other cringe-worthy moment watching something in the last five years, mm-hmm. and that line came very close to the other one. Oh wow! Yeah, I remember. I, I don't recall the that sequence specifically but i I, thinking back it seemed like he was talking he was trying and he was trying to reassure his nephew but it's almost like what he was saying was more of reassurance for himself or more for himself than it was for his nephew well sure they're both dealing with grief in their own ways i mean how does an adult relate to a kid he's just yeah all right uh okay cool uh let's see uh and Paul, let's. How about you give us one more thing you didn't like, but and then we'll get to our tragic makers. Oh yeah, you know that one girl that like betrays that that guy. Uh-huh. Uh, she's annoying. You should. They should get rid of her. Yeah, they she should have been strapped to the motorcycle <laughs> instead of that guy. <laughs> oh, something about that motorcycle though. Uh, my wife was like, "How? how oh how yeah, it's just going to stay balanced." Stay yeah. yeah, no, yeah, that's that not going to happen. Definitely something I was questioning. Yeah. Um, but the thing I question the most, because it's my tragic maker, um, and I'm going to start kick us off because I feel like I, I get the sense your guys is going to be more bigger than this. But I understand how they need to start with a like a low level villain or an underpowered villain so they can amp up the challenge for the Flash as the season progresses. But Pike just seems so lame to me. I, I mean, and. I, I almost feel like, and so this goes back to what we were talking about, the music and scope. I felt like if Pike was maybe like a lieutenant for a bigger boss, 
and then we maybe get a glimpse of this bigger boss at the end of the of this pilot as almost uh, an introductory arc to who Flash will be eventually um, facing at the end of the season. I think that would have made for a much better, I don't know, uh, intro intro to the uh, bigger villain and make make having Pike as the first villain make more sense and fit into an overall continuity of the season and also just set up the season better. So that's that's what I wish would have happened. And I think because that didn't happen, it makes Pike feel just really lame to me. What are you talking about? Pike is a genius. He takes care of us. <laughs> <laughs> takes our money you mean um all right so uh josh what's the thing you hated most about the flash season one pilot i don't know if you guys caught this but there is an inconsistency in uh what in jay's title because when right before that press conference the Mm -hmm. chief of police uh refers to him as um the uh, he's referred to as the uh, like detective or like commander or something along mm-hmm, those lines. Mm-hmm. And then there's a scene where the scene where Barry and his dad are at the funeral, and um, he was talking about how you know he had worn the badge for thirty years and never made it past detective, and his son was was a chief. No, he could have been chief. Oh, he could have been chief. Yeah, that's his whole point. Is like he he had a lot more to live. He was one of the good ones. He could have done this. He could have. He could have gone really far if he had. Right. Like his dad didn't have that potential, but the son did. But the son died before the. It dad. really sounded like he said that he was chief, and I was like, man. Well, it's hard when you're talking like this, and you care more about. Uh, being stuck in your ways, so yeah. I had subtitles on, so it helped me. Oh. <laughs> okay, well then I, I'll 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 change mine in the special effects. Okay. Okay, there you go. That works. Awesome. Thank you, Josh. What are you and... talking about? Special effects are a genius. <laughs> Takes care of us. <laughs> Paul, what doesn't take care of us? What's your tragic maker? Everybody knows the Flash has yellow boots, not red boots. Come on. He makes like little... Okay, uh, no, I doubt that's, that's not, your actual one. No, yeah, it's not right. my tragic maker. Uh, what is, is I thought it found... And this was going back to what you said about uh, the main actor being very charming, but there's uh-huh. something about it you don't like. Yeah, I oh, found yeah, it yeah. annoying that he would get so mad at Tina, Dr. McGee, who's just trying to help him he would get mm. angry at her too easily too often uh, i felt yeah so it was that, like yes. well, you're mad at her again oh <laughs> so it, it was so frustrating to get through that um every time almost okay all right D- does that carry on throughout the rest of the season do either of you recall if, if it creates drama then, huh what was that i have not seen past episode two. Oh, okay oh. I was about to say, if it creates drama, then yeah, they'll use that. Yeah. And Paul, just for the record, yeah, in the uh, TV show and in the upcoming Flash movie and Justice League, he does not have yellow boots. I know what's up with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I did like he he did carry this Flash had the new Wally West version of the uh, lightning belts. Like I thought it was a good 
good job. I did like the flash suit overall. I thought it was a good job. Okay, nice. All right, guys. Well, with that, we've entered all our uh, firing uh, trajectories into the or targeting trajectories into the firing computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. Do we rate the 1990s The Flash pilot episode a classic? We'd recommend anyone go and out and see this, whether or not you've seen it before. A nostalgic, we'd only recommend you rewatch it. It's not worth an original watch. Or a tragic, we'd recommend that no one seek this out. If you have good memories of them, of this TV show and pilot, just leave those memories intact. Don't sully them with a rewatch. Uh, so let's begin with our guest, Josh. How do you rate this pilot episode of the 1990s Flash? I would rate it a nostalgic still. Okay, nostalgic. And I feel like if you want to go back and you want to have a greater appreciation for the special effects of and storytelling and just the way in general that the CW tells the story, <laughs> watch this because <laughs> you'll have a greater appreciation. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. All right. Cool. 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 Uh, Paul, how do you rate it? I also keep my rating of nostalgic. It's mm. not great, but if you've seen it before, mm-hmm. um, you'll wait at least 10 years <laughs> and uh, rewatch it again. You might find it slightly entertaining. Um, and you yeah. know what? I was among one of those people that did just that, and I did find it slightly entertaining enough to bump it up to a nostalgic for me. All right. So. Ooh. Uh, with that, the Retro Rewind podcast rates The Flash, 1990s, classic, whatever version, the pilot episode, a unanimous, nostalgic TV show episode. <laughs> so uh, it, this is it's only 99 cents to buy this episode on iTunes right now. So oh, if, if you're Is it an SD or HD for 99? Do you know? You know what? I don't know. I would imagine, I would imagine it's, it would be it's SD, SD but, yeah. but I don't know for sure. Okay. Uh, I didn't look at it. It didn't much matter to me. <laughs> doesn't matter because it's not a classic. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. Uh, so let's move on to our next section. All right, Alice. Uh, that's We're pretty much there. Uh, will you please bring up the communication satellites and see if we have any feedback? Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. Alrighty, we have uh, no feedback this time because it's kind of out of order of the normal sequence of when we're recording versus when we're releasing episodes. But you can always we it's been a while since we've gotten an iTunes review, so you can find the show on iTunes and leave us a review there. That'd be cool. Or you can go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash contact and uh you know, send us an uh, email through the email form there. Um, but most of all, I want to announce, as, as per our usual, is go to retrorewindpodcast.com slash cast your vote. And you, and also, actually, since we've, well, I'll get to this in a second. We've updated the site, our website. Right. So you can Looks actually, amazing, by the way. Oh, thank you. You can actually go to just slash vote and I'll get to the same place, but cast your vote also still works. Um, and there you can you can uh, vote 
up and down the movies you want us to cover. Say, right now, The Emperor's New Groove is up at the top. If you don't want us to be covering that, vote it down. You get vote it up. Vote it up. <laughs> you get one vote per movie, up or down, but you can vote on as many of the movies as you want. Um, and also, I have added a button in pretty much at the top of the page where if you see, if you love a certain movie from the 80s, 90s, 70s, or anything 15 years or older, uh, you can just click the button and it will open up a, a pop up for sending us a tweet that says, uh, I want to suggest you add, and then you fill in the name of the movie that you want to add to the list, and we'll see that. And me and Paul will. We'll talk about possibly adding that to the list. So hopefully that makes it really easy to uh, make your suggestions. Uh, but the current top five movies, if we were to close voting today, which we're not really close to that at all, but if we were to close voting, they are currently The Emperor's New Groove, Tron, uh, Robin Hood, Disney's uh, animated Robin Hood, Newsies, and Spirited Away. Wow. So uh, vote those down if you don't like them or vote them up if you do and you can keep them at the top uh, let's see so with that uh, we have just about reached our last nap point and the end of the episode but not the end of the show much like a level in Star Fox or Super Mario World or if you get struck by lightning next to some chemicals and you can run really fast you might be able to find the bonus content that is out there uh, of the Retro Rewind podcast, our bonus stage, so to speak. Um, you don't, you actually don't need Speed Force or anything like that or a cheat code. You just need to become one of our patrons on Patreon. Uh, for as little as $1 an episode, you get our new tubes, you get our uh, 1.21 Game Watts. We played a Arigato Mr. Filmbato, and you can uh, see how, if Paul continues his losing streak at games or if he pulls an upset i don't know you'll have to listen um there's also pre-post show outtakes we sometimes do current movie reviews or movie commentaries uh so uh, consider being one of our patrons go to uh, you can go patreon.com slash retro rewind podcast or retro rewind podcast.com slash patreon uh, all right uh with that paul take it away Next time, we'll be going back to the year 1994 for The Lion King. So until then, you can uh, find us on the circle of life at theretrojunkies.com. Listen to us uh, jump off cliffs to avoid Scar on iTunes and Stitcher. Or uh, support us through our Hakuna Matata phase where we just live life on the, the easy life on the fast lane. No, that doesn't even make sense. But if you want to support us anyway, go to Patreon or PayPal. And you can follow us on Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook. And uh, But if you want to find me specifically, Paul J. Powers, you can go to pauljpowers.com where I have all my social media links. Awesome. Thank you so much, Paul. Uh, thank you for being an awesome friend. Uh, awesome super co fast co-host. Oh, yes. Why, thank you. Uh, well, just an awesome superhero with your speed force powers. Yeah, it's my red boots. Yes, or volcano powers since we never really landed. Oh, lava powers. You're lava, lava powers. That's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much, Paul. And also thank you so much to Josh for coming back to the show. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome having you again. Thanks uh, for having me. Uh, totally. 
Where can people find you? And is there anything, including victims and villains, that you'd like to promote? I definitely would like to promote um, uh, nothing. Uh, so anyways, uh, you guys can find me. I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all backslash Captain Nostalgia. You guys can uh, hear all our episodes, including uh, the one that we just did with Retro Rewind podcast and the previous one that we've done as far as and all the other guests at victimsandvillains.net. Um, has all the events we have coming up. And so our show is really unique in the fact that we are a show unlike anything else that we've come across. And uh, we are a suicide prevention nerd news podcast. So what we do is we talk all the current happenings in film and comics while raising awareness of hope for those that are struggling with suicide, depression, and addiction. And the one thing that I really want you to promote on this show is that uh, – I could care less if you go check out our show. If you guys are struggling with suicide and you're listening to this right now, go get help. Like, even if you know someone or you think someone might be, like, go get help. Contact us on Facebook. Uh, it's Victims and Villains. Uh, get in touch with us on our website, backslash contact, or call the suicide uh, lifeline. It's 1-800-273-8255. Please your life is way too valuable. There was there was a king who came and died and took your place and took your sin so that you could know that you are uh that there's a new hope and that there is a, a new birth into a living hope and your life is too valuable. So go get help if you or someone you know is struggling with suicide because you are loved. That was a lot. I'm so sorry. No worries. Thank you so much for sharing that, Josh. <clears throat> and thank you again for being on the show. Uh, let's see. And you can find me, Francisco, on Twitter. I am at FXRUIZX. I want to promote my services as a web and graphic designer. Check out my portfolio at FXRDesign.com. Most of all, though, thank you so much for listening, uh, just taking the time to listen to us, whether you're you know commuting or doing dishes or working out. Uh, thank you for listening to us. We, we pray that the show brought you some joy that it maybe helped if you're having a hard day, helped, uh, bring a smile to your face. Uh, so thank you so much for listening, subscribing, supporting the show. If you're, if you do that, uh, sharing it with your friends, all, all awesome ways that you can help the show. And, uh, thank you. So we appreciate each one of them. But like a Pokemon trainer, we gotta catch you all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind. Retro Rewind mission complete. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega and return to base. So the Flash episodes on iTunes are currently in SD, not HD. Oh, okay. But uh, if you ever need the Retro Rewind podcast, you can always download us. We'll be there in a flash. <laughs> so lame. <laughs>